Hello, friends, and welcome to our podcast, Balanced Vibes Only. <laughs> Don't sound like a radio host. Yeah. Excellent. That was what I was going for. So my name is Lynette. And I'm Sean. And we decided to start up this podcast to express all the shifts, challenges, changes that have come up for us after becoming new parents. So we are partners and we have an eight month old baby boy who is currently sleeping. And yeah, it's been a whirlwind. Whirlwind. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah, we've been talking about uh, starting a podcast for a while. And so we just decided to go for it in hopes that even one set of parents or parent um can relate or feel seen uh or not feel so alone in their experience based on our experience so today we want to talk about communication or before we do maybe we should like give a little background on ourselves yeah i think that'd be good okay i'll start so like i said my name is lynette i am 32 years old um, I'm a Leo, <laughs> and um, Sean and I have been together for a year. Hold on, a year and a half, or something like that, or no, maybe more at this point. Yeah, it was like, I guess, like, it was November 2020. Yeah, it all happened very quickly for us. So (laughs) we will get into that. Um, And and yeah, so we're both um, very spiritual people. Um, Personally, I was doing birth work um, before I had our baby. Now I'm more into um, holding ceremony space and uh, hosting or facilitating rather. Uh, circles for moms and and we'll see where else the road takes me to be honest and uh, yeah I think that's good how about you my name is Sean and uh, I am the old soul with the young spirit and uh, yeah we met November Oh, but like in COVID years, that's like like a quantum leap in time. (laughs) Well, actually, we met in August 2020. All right. But we didn't solidify till November. Correct. Correct. So, yeah, um, I I work a regular nine to five job. Um, But in Oh, I guess side hustle, you know, as I'm building it up, I'm a holistic health coach. I don't really like to say side hustle, but, you know, it's a passion that I'm working towards doing um, full-time. But I've always had an interest in just growth in general, and I've been capable, and um, I'm grateful for being able to, like, go inwards and do the work and, you know, quote-unquote do the work, but more so, like, find out what what my, I don't want to say like find out what my purpose is, but more so 
learn these lessons and as I go through life, learn how to um, not be reactive to things and, and kind of just end cycles within myself one little one at a time. And yeah, it's uh, it's been a journey and definitely become a parent has shifted that in many ways that was not expected. So I'm sure we'll talk about a lot about those shifts. Mm. Yeah. So that's a little bit of background on the two of us. And we are, yeah, basically where we are right now in our journey as a family is Sean and I are trying to cultivate financial freedom and work from home type of situation. And so we, yeah, we, that's where our heart is at because we just want to be able to, again, like how parenting shifted where like the motivation became so much different, so much more different after we had our baby, because it's like, we want to be able to provide him with the best start possible and having financial freedom and being able to be at home with him, I think is, excuse me, the best start possible. Um, so right now I, I feel very privileged and lucky that Sean does go to work and I'm able to stay home with the baby because we both were very uncomfortable with the idea of daycare from a he can't talk standpoint and also from a financial standpoint because daycare is ridiculously expensive. Um, so these are all just like the little moving parts of parenting where you have mm -hmm. to think about, we have to think about every single little thing. So. So yeah, that's a little bit of background on us and where we're at on our parenting journey, which again has only been eight months. Our little boy uh, just turned eight months on the 24th. And um, and yeah, today we wanted to dive into communication. Um, communication in general is super important and has always been something that I have worked on in my personal life. But after having a baby, I feel like it has become even more important because we have to have so much awareness to be able to communicate with each other in the middle of like a lot of overwhelming stuff. Mm -hmm. um, luckily, I'm grateful that Sean is a man who has done a lot of work in a real way and he shows up really good and he's able to receive really well. And so I don't feel, I don't feel, mm, what's the word? Like mm, hindered in my ability to communicate because I know that I'm going to be received even when it's hard. Cause sometimes I've had to communicate things that make me uncomfortable, but. <laughs> yeah, and so, but even in that discomfort, I feel safe because I know that Sean will hear me and, and receive me and be honest if it's something that he can't handle and stuff like that. Um, and so, yeah, like the way that we've been handling it so far um, is one, checking in uh, like twice a month, we have a check-in. Um, at first we were kind of just like, how are you feeling about parenting? And 
la 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 la. But in the last one, I kind of had more targeted questions because maybe that's more efficient. But we'll see. We're we're still playing with it, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I I remember very clearly a conversation that we had very early on. Um, I forget what I wanted to say, but I remember Sean being like, yeah, I can't receive feedback in the moment. Just like make a note of it and then you can come back to it. Um, And then, so that was one answer, but then later it shifted and he was like, actually ask me in the moment and I can say yes or no. So that's another thing where it's like, there has to be a lot of flexibility in how the communication is gonna happen. So it's like, you know, the thing happened and then I can be like, Sean, are you able to receive in this moment? And he's like, nah. And I'm like, okay. And I save it for later. Or he says, yes. And I can express whatever it is that I'm observing that needs correcting or that needs his attention or that um, he needs to bring his awareness to. And that's been working pretty well. Yeah, definitely. I appreciate the feedback and support. And um, yeah, I'm grateful for our communication as well. It's, uh, I remember one thing that really sticks with me is when we first met, you, if you had to like dump something, let's say like something just happened or whatever, you needed to like release and have somebody just hear you. I like the fact that you would, you would ask me if I was in a place to receive or not. So I definitely appreciate that because, um, yeah, it's just healthy boundaries, I feel. And it's also, it's like an invitation. It's just like, hey, I want you to listen to this, but I want you to be in a place to hear me when I see this. So it's like, not only is it like being mindful of my feelings and thoughts, but it's also being mindful of yours too. Because in this way, like, you don't just like pick up, you know, like dial the phone, call me up, and be like, yo, this just happened. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's just like, I, I wasn't in a place to receive it. And then, you didn't get the release, so now that energy is still in you and it's still bothering you. And you probably might even, could, you know, could potentially end up being triggered by me not hearing you too. Rejection. I know I would feel that way too because, you know, um, I definitely found a lot of connections in my life with a fear of rejection. So yeah. that's why I really appreciated that. And um, I think in terms of communication, with the baby too, it's just like you really gotta just be like, all right, and it's like you just go and fly, like, oh my god, talk about this or whatever it is. We usually don't have like big dramatics, but I think we share a lot of our small stuff, so like nothing like builds up. Builds up. Mm. And I think that is definitely key. Um, again, going back to the trajectory of our relationship. So, as we said, we met in August of twenty twenty. And then November 2020 was when we kind of like solidified our togetherness. And by Christmas, I was pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) True story. COVID baby. COVID baby, right. And so because of how fast everything moved, we had to kind of like really jump in to being together. And I mean, maybe, you know what? We'll do another episode where we'll talk about like how all the work that we did on ourselves so that when we met, 
there just wasn't, at least for me, there wasn't a lot of resistance for me because I had already been doing so much. Mm. And so I was able to true, like truly and fully show up in the relationship, which was necessary because we got pregnant. Mm. <laughs> um, but there was a lot, there was definitely a lot of adjusting. Um, but because we just have this high level of communication and I also feel that we're both very compassionate people, which helps a lot because sometimes obviously we're, we're human and we all have our little things that bother us, pet peeves or what have you or whatever it is. But for me, at least it's very easy for me to be like, to just zoom out and look at the bigger picture and be like, okay, you know, okay, he doesn't fold the towels when he puts them back, the dish towels. <laughs> but guess what? He does this amazing thing and this amazing thing and this amazing thing. So in the in the big picture sense, in the grand scheme of things, is this really a big deal? It's not. Just fold the towel yourself and then I fold it and then I move on. Mm. And it doesn't have to like be a thing that I'm just upset about all the time and complaining about all the time when in reality, it's such a tiny thing in comparison to everything else that you do for a family. So... I think that's helpful for me too, just like mm-hmm. zooming out. Um, and then the other thing too, like you were saying, where we do share all of these little things so that they don't fester and become like a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, and you know, and again, like there's no perfect, it's all a work in progress because I've had moments where <clears throat> old patterns of behavior come up where I'm like, I react in a passionate and I, I react in a passive aggressive way when I could have just like said what I meant from the beginning instead of like being in a space where I want you to guess how I'm, or, or no where I'm assuming that you should know how I feel about this thing and so I'm getting all pissy because you don't know but how can you know that I don't tell you and so I'm definitely okay with backtracking and being like hey uh that was a little that was a little snippy yesterday my bad and then exploring what is there and sharing like this is what came up for me this is why this old pattern came up i was triggered in this way or i was afraid in this way because usually um a trigger is like it's is your body protecting you so Mm -hmm. it's like a fear response and so like what's the root of that fear what were you afraid of in this moment were you afraid of being judged were you afraid of being rejected like what is it and so And that sounds like so much to do in your brain just to communicate. But the reality is like, it's all happening in like nanoseconds. Mm -hmm. And then, and also just taking a moment, like if, if the thing, the incident happened, you know, Friday night, then I can take the night and then Saturday night I can come back and, and be like, Sean, this is why I did that. Or this is why I reacted this way. And so that way I've had time to process it by myself before I like, share with you and process with you whatever might have come up for you in the situation Mm. yeah you know i think about the little things and um you're absolutely right taking that macro point of view and like looking at the the whole other thing helps me a lot in life in general too so i'm glad we, we can both communicate on that level and also have that perspective because I know for me in the past, I would look, you know what it was? I think in the past, in the lessons I learned in life, it was, I would look at the little things and like, this really annoys me. 
only that only happened when I was wasn't taking that macro view and looking at everything, or I was taking that a macro view and not liking what I saw, but did nothing to change it. And so the little things would just be even like they're like little daggers because I let them be because I wasn't I wasn't turning my back like I wasn't moving I wasn't pivoting I was just like taking a macro view but still not doing anything. Whereas I think when we take a macro view, we look at those positive things, but it's not being from a, like a biased place. Like you know, if there is an issue or whatever, we address those. But they were still small, so they didn't become larger and faster. And I think that's one of the big lessons I learned, which I'm grateful I learned before our relationship. Mm-hmm. So I was about able to show up and also just match that energy too. Mm-hmm. So, and then the um, the other thing, I forgot what I was going to say, but <laughs> there's, <laughs> okay. like, there's a lot there. I was right, like, shit, right. I should take notes. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should like, have bullet points. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you said a lot of good stuff, so I was, I was listening. And at the same time, just trying to remember like a key phrase that I can remember. But... Okay, I said pet peeves. I said zooming out. Zooming out. I said I, compassion. Compassion. You know what? I think I really just, I think I just touched on like a little bit of both myself. But, oh, now I remember. So those, those times, like I think, you know, after living together for a while, I don't even think it took long. It just had to just take me observing you and your nonverbal cues. So I'll just observe your nonverbal cues, like especially if the look on your face or something like that. You would tell me one thing, but your face looked different. I'd like, <laughs> now I couldn't read your mind then, but I know something was not matching what you were saying. I'd like, mm. you're right. What's wrong? <laughs> and then sometimes you just like. You know, you tell me what's wrong. Like, ah, just whatever. Or sometimes you're just like, yeah. But I think when those moments where I do say that, it's almost like you kind of like, I don't want to say snap out of it, but you kind of like catch yourself and you're like, oh, well, I noticed this. Like, you know, if you can recognize what happened, what the mm-hmm. trigger was, or mm-hmm. what the what it was that has been on your mind. Mm-hmm. So, I will say I. It's so, it's so beautiful to be known in this, in that way. Like the way that you, just the way that you show up for me, it's like, I've never experienced that before. And so at first, when we first started living together, it was, it was a little bit challenging for me because I felt, I just felt naked all the time. Not and not always in a bad way, but in in a way of like, oh, I can't hide. I have to because he's seeing me, and in his seeing, he's gonna ask because we live together, and like he's gonna ask. He loves me, and so in that, I then have to face my own shit. So even if it's something that I'm hiding from, but you peeped it, then I have to stop hiding from it. Mm. And so that was like, that was a lot for me at first because I was just like. No, I want to avoid. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's good too, because it, it, you know, it's a, it's a good example of communication in a relationship with a baby. Mm, I agree. Yeah, I'm really, 
my my wish or hope my wish is that idris oh idris is the name of our little boy um my wish is that he'll say to his friends like oh i want to have a relationship like my parents have i feel like that would be so beautiful because i sure should never said that (laughs) no offense to uh my mama but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, I can I can say that now in the relationship that she is now with my wonderful, amazing stepdad. Um, but they met when I was already an adult. So just growing up, the relationships that I was seeing around me, whether it was like um, the primary one with my mom or um, extended family, none of the relationships were like these really healthy, communicative um, relationships. And so, like those, I just I would never say that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I'm happy that we are in a relationship where, if he wants to, Idris can say that because we are we communicate, we're healthy, we're loving, we show up for each other, and like we're realistic too um, in terms of like needing space and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that's another thing, actually. Now that I said that, in terms mm-hmm. of communication, communicating when uh, I'm at my limit and when I need a break or when I I'm just like listen. I need to get out of this house. And I don't. I don't want to be with you with a baby. <laughs> That's for real, because we both need that. Yeah, we both need that. And I, I do like that too. Because it's like, you know, even before the baby too, like we weren't like overlapping each other or like suffocating each other, and like always being together and like, like having like. Like throwing shade or having resentment for somebody for wanting to have space mm-hmm. in a long time. Because we both appreciate our long time. Mm-hmm. We so do. it's just like, when, I think that's the other thing too, is we both understand and appreciate it. So when the other person wants it, you're like, oh, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. So you, you know in that way. But it would be so, I can't even imagine like how difficult it would be if we, any one of us weren't allowing that to happen. Because that would be. That would be a lot. That'd be tough. That'd be tough. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's important because it's not saying that's like, I don't love you or I don't want to be around you to to anybody. It's just you need to recharge your batteries. You need to fill your cup up a little bit with your own self-love sometimes. And it's not even selfish. It's just, actually, it's just recharging. It's, I don't even think it's... I would even consider it like it's an act of self-love or, or put any, um, you know, spiritual, popular spiritual terms on it. I would just say, you're just restoring. That's it. You're just restoring yourself. Yeah. I would say, like, in the same way that we work on our relationship, the most important relationship that I've had my entire life is the one with myself. Mm-hmm. So I need moments to work on that relationship with me. Yeah. By myself. So... Yeah, and like if you need those moments, I totally get it. Like I'm never gonna be in a space where I'm like, oh my god, no, don't leave me. It's like, uh-uh, go do your thing. You you are you show up better here mm-hmm. when you have time for you. Mm-hmm. And the same thing for me. Yeah. And I also one thing I also appreciate, and this is again communication, is the ability to sit in silence comfortably. I love that you're so good at that. Like there's just no type of discomfort. Like I know that I can be silent 
and you're not going to think that something's wrong or that I'm mad or whatever. And I really appreciate that because sometimes I just want to shut the fuck up. That's why I, like you decide. I was like, all right, you can do this. <laughs> right. And not like from a challenging point or a competitive point, but just like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. You shut the fuck up too. Right. <laughs> right. Because sometimes it's like, listen, we don't we don't need birds. Let's just and, and it's like I don't want to be with myself, but I just want you to be with me because I like it. Let's do that. Especially with a baby where it's like that little one doesn't shut up. He doesn't know that yet. Right. He so just like loves moving. So like that's the thing that changes too. It's like we're both coming from So it's like a couple levels, right? So you have us as uh, individuals before we met. You know, living around in different locations. So yeah, silence all day if we wanted. And we come together and you know, you might be talking and they do whatever, I might be talking, whatever it is. But we still give each other that, that space to be silent. And the baby comes and he's like <laughs> crazy honey badger, like ah. and now he's more vocal too. He's right. just like ah. and, and then yeah. just all of his needs in general. Right. You know, um we have to wait till he goes to sleep, which might be a nap or you know, nighttime sleep is like the big one because now it's like you have a, a stretch. Why the stretch now? Yeah, and then he's he's getting more vocal and more volume now. Yeah. I've noticed. Yeah, <laughs> so that's fun. <laughs> um but yeah, so communicating while parenting, if I had to have one takeaway, is that the communication needs to be clear and consistent. Mm-hmm. Clarity and consistency. Those are the Two main things that I would say have to be cultivated um, for success in communication. Um, and then, you know, we can add more things on top of that, like compassion and understanding. Mm-hmm. And and then, you know what? Another one, actually, it's okay, so it's five. So clarity, consistency, compassion, understanding, and self-awareness. Because for me, at least, like, if you lacked self-awareness, and so I came to tell you something, and you just hit me with a blank stare, like, you have no idea that you do this thing, I don't even know what I would do. <laughs> yeah. I'm starting to picture that in my head, too. Yeah. Okay, what do you think? What are your takeaways? Um... Definitely, like, you know, with the consistency part, I feel is important. Consistency. Um, but, you know, what I'm thinking of right now, I'm going to think of, like, what is it that I lack? What is it that you lack yeah, in communication? Communication. For me, my, using my self-awareness, um, I feel like what I lack in communication is like sometimes I might not relay enough or be enough detail. Sometimes I can be kind of like vague or definitely on my sentences that start halfway in the middle <laughs> and then <laughs> something. And you're like, look at me for a second, like, what are you 
okay, now I think I wrote a song. Okay, now I get it. Right. Or sometimes I'm like, where's the rest of that thought? <laughs> <laughs> that part I would look, like to improve a little bit more. Because I think a lot of it's just so many thoughts. It's because your brain works like a million miles per minute. Yeah. Good. I'm going to slow it down a little bit. But you know what? Maybe just more meditation. But, yeah. All right. Well, first episode. We did it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. Let me do the outro outro song. Do, 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 do. Balance vibes only. <laughs> That's the first time we heard that. Oh, okay, Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> okay, friends. Uh, if you made it to the end of us, thank you for listening in. We appreciate you. Um, again, I'm Lynette, and this is Sean. And we are probably going to be recording um, uh, or publishing rather twice a month. And so, yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Mm-hmm.